Oh yeah, that groove, you know what that means. We actually get to talk about that song this week, which I'm excited for. Welcome to Top 5 Disco, I'm Josh. I'm Adam. And we're back again, delving deeper and deeper into the discography of Coldplay. Last week we talked about Myla Xyloto, the colorful fifth album, and Ghost Stories, the sixth album, the conscious uncoupling softer record. But this week we're talking about Coldplay's seventh and possibly final record, a head full of dreams, as well as the companion EP, Kaleidoscope. Here we go. We are at the final album. They actually have another EP after it, which we'll cover as well. But the last record that they released so far, and this is recording in 2017, is A Head Full of Dreams, came out December of 2015. The band said in many times that this might be their final album, that this was a la Harry Potter's seventh book, that this is the end of something, whatever that means. Whatever that, If that means... I have my theories that I'll talk about at the end, but if this is their last album, this sucks because this is the biggest <laughs> shit that Coldplay has taken. Yeah, it's not it's not good. I could say that at the end of our review, but it's just such I, a disappointment. It's a huge disappointment, especially after I just sort of fell in love with Ghost Stories, which at first I didn't. I can't fall in love with this album. There's no. too much I hate about it. No. It's, and it's bad. It's a bummer. It's a real bummer because Chris is happy again. I mean, clearly this is post ghost stories getting out all the moods and now he's like, I'm in love with life. Just let me listen. Just let me just list the track listing. A head full of dreams, birds, him for the weekend, everglow, adventure of a lifetime, fun, kaleidoscope, army of one, amazing day up and up. I mean, these are the most <laughs> ridiculous cheeseball, cheeseball cheese song lyrics and titles Oh man, here we go. It's, I mean, uh, yeah. there are definitely songs I love on this album, well, something, so I will start with something that. Something I wanted to say is that this is, and I have no idea when they, because again, actually I, I for, forgot, sorry, to do my research on this album. I don't know when they started writing songs for this album. Immediately after, I think. Immediately after, it was a year. They no, released no, it, it came Ghost out Stories. a year after. But I think, because Ghost Stories, they didn't tour on at all. Ghost Stories, they played like six shows, and so then they went they back had to the that studio. In their pocket for a while. I think they went right back to the studio after they got out their Ghost Stories. I'm just curious. I have noticed a pattern usually with bands where if you release an album that soon after your last one, the quality just is just lower. That's I don't know if that's the reason why. I think Chris I'm not, I'm, is trying. This is his party album. This is him trying to make. But that's not even fair because a lot of these aren't party songs. Yeah, it's not even party. He, he just well, he, he regresses to every. The, I'll mention a few songs. They become caricatures. So I was gonna say of themselves. I was gonna say when I hear him for the weekend and Everglow, this is what I imagine people who hate Coldplay think Coldplay sounds like. It's funny. I, I don't even consider him. And I mean, him they for the weekend do on thing. this album. Everglow is a caricature of their the sappy Coldplay that people would say. That's Amazing Day is the caricature of the happy look at life. It's so bad. Sat on a roof named every star. Yeah, this is a bummer album. And not because they aren't... Is, no, Ghost Stories is a bummer album because it sounds like a bummer and it's a beautiful, beautiful bummer. This is a bummer because this is a really disappointment as a fan. This is the first time, because Ghost Stories at first I was disappointed and then I quickly kind of came around on more. I listened to, I can't, the more, the more I listen to this, I found gems in it. Yeah. But it, the parts that I hate, I hate more. I mean, yeah. it is just yeah. a huge misstep it's that funny. I really hope they correct on the next album. I mean, I hope they have the next, next album. album. Right. Ghost Stories was a bummer for me more because, again, I wanted them to be a band. And it, it, to me, it, when I first listened to it, I was like, they're not a band anymore. They're just going to be this like, is it just going to sound just very produced? On this album, there's still a lot of production, but the band comes back, but in such a bad way. It's just very sad, and we will tell you why. First, <laughs> we're going to list our top fives. Um, another quick thing. It's it's kind of weird for me. We talked about how every album is a different sound and yada yada, and they sort of look different. Like the first two albums are just dudes. Uh, X and Y, they've kind of cleaned up their look. Chris is wearing the tape on his fingers. Mm -hmm. Viva La Vida, French Revolution. Uh, Mila Zylato, like graffiti color right. ghost stories they're in black shirts they're all just somber it sort of feels a little bit like they repeated themselves like this feels a little Mila Zylato in terms I'm not talking musically at this point I'm talking about their get up their aesthetic their aesthetic thank you their aesthetic is just color again it's like wasn't color their last one it's yeah. it's it's right. the first time they, they feel a little spectrum. bit like they haven't moved forward mm -hmm. a little bit even though this album doesn't sound like anything they've done because it's mostly these big pop 
it's not you know what I keep saying that it's not even that it's these big pop things because no. even the songs that aren't these big it, pop it's bangers truly are just not a pop thing it's just the that songwriting has yeah. just the songwriting I don't, I don't know what happened dip. to a band and a songwriter and you can call them all songwriters who have come up with so many great songs how you can write these songs but you know I still think there are good songs on here there but are there are overall I mean even like you said this is an 11 song album really a 9 or 10 song album with color spectrum and kaleidoscope is, is cool but not really a song right. it's another 9 song album and if every song's not great which half of them maybe more are not great it's it's a bummer to listen to okay let's let's do this I'm interested to see because I was think also I think we'll have different this was we a, might have different songs actually. this was hard harder than obviously X and Y uh, because there were just so many bad songs <laughs> I didn't know what to put as top five is yeah. like is top five uh, honestly there's best only, there's worst only like, songs I think there's only two great songs on here I agree and one of them is like three quarters great maybe <laughs> um, <laughs> what's your number five me yeah my number five, and this actually surprised me, was Up and Up. Okay. Because I used to hate that song. No. My number five is Kaleidoscope. Wow. That's how bad you think of this album, is that you sort of have the weird spoken word song. Oh, yes. Because I actually... It's we'll, a cool we'll song. Get to it's it. a cool it song. I like the, the music behind it. Yeah. It is. Okay. My number four is A Head Full of Dreams, the title track. As is my number okay. four. My number three is Birds. My number three is Him for the Weekend. Oh, I hate you. What is wrong <laughs> with you? That song is hot garbage. Okay. Um, it is. And that's how <laughs> difficult it was to pick these. My number two is Army of One. Fair enough. And we'll get to why I say fair enough later. Yeah. Um, Birds is my number two. Okay. And hands down such an amazing song our number one number one is it adventure of a lifetime adventure of a lifetime holy shit that song is amazing i cannot believe it exists surrounded by such shit because it's so good i can't wait to talk about it okay number five let's start with kaleidoscope just being human is a guest house it's a spoken word passage it's only about a minute or two you know that it's it's a poem it's It's a poem it's an excerpt from a poem i don't know what poem i I really like the poem i I don't have it off the top of my head it's just talking about letting in these emotions because each of them has been sent as a guide and there's something really nice about it there's this beautiful i thought initially that the piano the first piano like classical thing was chris i think it's some other person oh i was just gonna say chris's i know he's got this kind of baroque cool yeah. i don't say ragtime but the cool piano playing in this song that i like a lot it's very um, pretty and it's very odd and i'm i'm okay with him doing something like this in fact that's the most experimental well besides adventure of a lifetime being in its own way experimental right, right. for them yeah. it's a pretty weird song to put on an yeah, album and it's i'm in, glad they did it's in five four which is a very strange time signature it's just this very pretty bells piano kind of thing, uh, and then there's a random excerpt of Obama. Well, he's singing "Amazing singing Grace." Amazing Grace. You could barely discern that. You probably wouldn't know that besides yeah. looking at the liner notes or exactly. Wikipedia or something. It's just a very random thing. But yes, the rest of the songs were so bad. Yeah, and so, you know what? I could have put this higher than him for the weekend. And I uh, cannot believe that song is on your and, list. Uh, what's it called? Head full of dreams as well. But because it was so like not really a song, I decided that you know it should be, be a little bit lower. I get that. Um, up and up. I really hated the song at first. I thought this was the cheesiest kumbaya. Everyone join hands and hippie move. I was like, God damn, this song is awful. Then I started to listen to it a little more. Number one I really lo- thing I like is the, the production. The drum beat is very Michael Jackson, actually. If you know the song, They Don't Care About Us. Not off the top of my head. All I say is that they don't... It's got this... It's very Michael Jackson. It's drum beat. 
even though it's cheesy and repetitive, I kind of love the string swelling, the electronic background. When the bass drum hits and Chris's voice gets high, do you want to go? There, there are these moments that I love that he sings. I love his voice on it. The chorus is catchy. It's way too repetitive. The lyrics are stupid, honestly. We're going to get, get, get that. We're going to get, We're get, gonna get, 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 get together now. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it, is. it is silly, but the, I think horrible lyrics. I think, talk about horrible lyrics. You put him for the weekend at your number three. I didn't say those were good. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying specifically, we're going to get it, get it together right now. Get it together somehow. Get it together and flower. Get it together, I know. It's get a flower it power and anthem. Go. It is their hippie movement song. And actually, I remember seeing the Super Bowl, which I think was a very underrated performance, and I kind of hate the media and people who sort of like to shit on Coldplay. I was honestly they sort of made probably it, one of those, and I, I'm very curious after now knowing this album and knowing sort of, everything there were else. memes that came out of like Coldplay trying to be cool when like Beyonce and Bruno Mars were around. And I thought Coldplay put on a great show. The song sounded awesome. And I thought Up and Up sounded awesome. And it was, that was when the whole stadium became flowery, and it was sort of like a gay pride, I think, hmm. uh, message. I loved it. I, I loved, even though it's kumbaya and stupid, there is this sort of, aw, everyone together, this that I like about it. Johnny killed it again with the guitar solo at the end, which sounds awesome. The, the saving graces to me, I haven't even told you about what I don't like. Oh, sorry. Um, no, that's fine. The saving graces, I Johnny's guitar solo, which again, it's like for Johnny, he can do so it's much. Not that special, better, for sure. But, but it's fun when he comes it's in. It's fine, and also, you can't. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I like that melody. Um, I don't like the electronic bloopy or oh, the do. string swells. Oh, I do. I find the I just find the melody completely forgettable and boring. The song goes on for six minutes or more. It's way too long for a song that I find to be one of their worst <laughs> songs ever. Whoa. I'm very curious to know what your <laughs> least favorite <laughs> songs are. Yeah. Um, We're going to do our top five worst Coldplay songs. Yes, we after. will. Um, yeah, again, we've talked about the chorus. I mean, sure, the chord change that happens in the chorus makes it sound like a final song. and it's like I okay. think you hate it the most because the band has talked about how much they love it. I think that helps. I think it does it. as well. The and band I, I has hate said that that's a part of the it. Band has said. I think Chris this, has said this is the song we've been waiting 15 years to write. You're kidding, right? Uh, like, like, like I've just t I listed almost every closer of every. I think I have of every one of their albums as one of my top favorite five favorite. Not actually, I did. Birds. I didn't have the birds fair. I got that. And I clearly like this song too. I put it on my top five, but this is nowhere. I mean, what, what was it? They said true love was the best song they've ever written. What? Are they true love and up and up are not I don't know their best songs? I'm sorry. I uh, yeah, I've said it all. I I, I really dislike the song. <laughs> I really I do. used to really dislike it too, and then I don't know what happened. It sort of hit me. I think I started really liking the production choices, and I sort of was like, okay, it's stupid, but I kind of like the chord changes through the chorus, even though they're saying the same thing over and over again. Sure. I mean, I agree. It's like a but again, it, there's something about those chord changes that feels so easy. Hackneyed. Uh, yeah. Good word. Thank you. <laughs> That's a big thing throughout the album. We've talked about just the songwriting taking a dip. It just sounds like they're using these like overused chord structures before. I like the very random. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. At the end, it's yeah. like just a random little thing. Good for you. <laughs> Number four for both of us is the title track and opening track, "Head Full of Dreams." Starts off with another ambient opening like they do in all these albums now, and then just this solid, awesome bass groove that just sounds great. Real drums again. We haven't really heard them on the last album. Right. It's good to hear Will. For it's you, you say this in a positive way. I find it to be, I hear that come in, especially- which, the ambience? Electronic? What are you talking about? As soon as the drum, the band comes in, you hear this- Oh, it sort of fades in? It feels- goofy to me it just really does. it feels like i can literally see like a meme or a youtube <laughs> video of this like chubby guy just like dancing along to this song wow there's something That's about that i find adventure of a lifetime which we will talk about right uh soon they to be a much there these are the two definitely disco these are songs. i wouldn't call this disco, disco but dance, it has the nile rogers chic 
which later came into the new Daft Punk, that that guitar. I don't even know what to call it. Right? It's got that. And also just like a. It's danceable. This is a dancey song. And I think it's. I like the groove a lot. I think the groove is great. I think the chorus, which is not really a chorus, is weak. And that's what brings it down for me. Yeah. Head full of dreams. Yeah. It feels like a very. Welcome to our show, kind of. That's what, magical mystery tour. Yes, that's literally what this because it's also this, like the title track of the album. Here's another like, thing this that is I what don't get. Here's another thing I don't like about dreams. this. This is the first time I find the uh, old. Yeah. This is the first time I think I'm like, uh, really? We've we're done with. We should be done yeah, with this. It at feels this like point. a much lamer uh, entertainment bridge. Like Phoenix Entertainment. Ooh, good song. Yeah, I can't wait to do Phoenix. That's a band that just released their fifth, maybe sixth. Oh yeah, we'll do Phoenix. Um, like all Coldplay songs, it ends with a cool piano ditty. That's pretty yes. cool. Um, I think it's good. I don't think it's great at all. I think it's danceable. I think it's fun. I like the bass a lot. Yeah, the Johnny again. It's one of those not anything special, but like still like when he comes in on the bridge before those right. whales or whatever. I also like the one melody that I kind of like. That happens with whatever some like suspended chord that they play is the, and I don't know what, what I mean. Yeah, that's, that's kind of cool. But in general, this I mean, yeah, again, it's funny that you see it as hokey because I do think it's a good opener. I think it it opens you to this colorful, poppy, danceable. Even the way you say it, it's like <laughs> <laughs> colorful. Touché. It's like yeah, it just feels Touché. like it just feels goofy and like way too happy. And here's here's the this, album you're about to experience. Is, this is Chris. This is their overcompensation album. I really feel that. I feel like I don't know the critical acclaim or not or or critique of ghost stories. I really don't. I think people liked it actually. But I think it was also like this is so boring. This mm-hmm. is a boring Coldplay album. And I, yeah. Whether or not they, they listened to critics or not, I think they were like, We are gonna make the next one super peppy, super happy. And they did, and with very mixed results. All right. My number three was Birds, which is your number two. Let's and my do number him three was him for the weekend. Tell me what is good about this song. Okay. Okay. It's catchy. It's catchy. I, prefer, I find myself humming it. I prefer Sky Full of Stars to this song. Um, in terms of guilty pleasures, I don't even know if I'd call this a guilty pleasure. I can How just can find, you listen to that chorus I can just find and things. take yourself seriously. I can take myself seriously. <laughs> Fine. Can I take Chris seriously? I don't know. Um, definitely the worst lyric they have ever written. Ever. It's not I, a lyric. I, this I, is I, their. This is their. No question. In fact, I've read it written he wanted to write a party song a la turn down for what oh my god he wanted to write a song for the clubs and he did yes him for the weekend it's a fantastic title isn't it uh, that's my sarcasm people <laughs> <laughs> i oh i oh i i'm feeling drunk and I'm high feeling so, so high, high so high that i shoot across the sky <laughs> that's, that's how it is worse <laughs> no this song is a joke and he is so innocent and happy that I don't think he knows how bad this is. Oh, that makes me so sad. It is so bad. Because it, it doesn't bode well for future releases. Beyonce is on this. We didn't even talk about this. Whereas they had Jay-Z, then Rihanna, then Beyonce. He's this literally is, getting the biggest pop is, and hip-hop honestly, people on his songs. Something that saddens me is that in all the albums prior to, I guess, Viva La Vida, it's only three technically because Jay-Z's on Lost, he has. They have such a sound. He has such a voice that they could have paired with so many like different non-pop sounding artists, which they do. Did you know? Uh, um, what Cat uh, Powers? Fun. And, fun. Uh, even Tovlo is still a pop oh, artist. I don't know who that is. Him for the weekend feels like if you go back the last three albums, it felt like like Paradise. We talked about this was like the big radio hit, but they don't feel desperate. I feel like Ghost Stories with a sky full of stars feels like we know none of this is gonna be played on the radio anymore but let's get one on the radio so people still know about this so we still sell out stadiums it feels disingenuine to me and so does this song this song feels like we got to get beyonce on this we got to do a party like barely song. on it she's barely on it i like her voice on it though. supposedly she's not even credited on it which is strange to that me it's strange maybe they that was their way of being like hey fans we're not gonna put i don't know i don't, I don't know, know. <laughs> 
There are a couple parts I like about this. Actually, why don't you tell me what you love about this? So I list. find it to be a very stupid verse. Um, and we just talked about the stupid the, chorus. So what do you have left? I think it's kind of pretty, kind of. But it's like I'm reaching. I'm looking for something to like in this. <laughs> but you song. put this above <laughs> full of dreams. I guess you find it hokey. Okay. Um, wow, you really hate this album. I mean, I do too. I really do. Um, Coldplay or not, it's groovy. When that clinky pattern comes in, yes, dun, dun, the, dun, the glass get, percussion, get, get, which get, we can also hear so on Tarzan, it's like it's awesome. It's it's this cool, yes, yes. It's this sort of banging on pots and pans kind of percussion that they don't often have. Yeah, I it's really awesome. like that. I do like that sound. My favorite. There's part, a cool vocoder part. Oh yes, yes, I know what you're talking. I think about. that part's really cool. I that's like it. the. I love. Again, Melody. I don't love it for Coldplay. This is all in the, I wish this was, granted Beyonce is barely on it. I wish all these songs were someone else featuring Coldplay because I just don't like it under the name Coldplay, but it is what it is. But I really like the production of the pre-chorus. Something about the muffled of his voice and these horns come in. It's something really cool. Mm. It's like gifts. I don't like like the wings on me, wings on me, it's so heavy, but there's something about that Drinks that on me. feels, <sighs> is that what he's, it's horrible. <laughs> There's something about the vibe that works really well. The chorus itself, very stupid. Uh, again, this is me reaching for something, but I just like the... Da, 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 da. Just that, that it, that's it. That, 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 that it, <laughs> that melody. Okay. <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm really trying, guys. Um, I can't believe you put this over Army of One. And fun, honestly. I, I don't know what... I don't know. I was in a dark place. Okay. <laughs> really, really but this song is catchy. I mean, I heard I heard my roommate singing this the other day, and I, and I was singing the other day too. I mean, it's it's a catchy song. I I cannot fault them for that. They know how to write pop songs. I think it's embarrassing. I think it's an embarrassing song. It's also, also not to be the, outdone by the next song, which the. Uh, it's like, it's like little, <laughs> you're reaching. You're Johnny reaching. has these. Wout, 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 yeah, wout. Great. It's trash. It's trash. <laughs> I'm finding, trying to find it. Somewhere. Okay, we both agree that birds should be on there. This song is cool. I think this there's a lot in here. Yep. It's beautifully guitar-led. It's got these tasteful hand claps. The bass sounds groovy. These ambient like guitar noodles mm -hmm. are just everywhere. It just it's got this wash of sound. It comes in with this very like about to be. It feels like it's about to be this. And it's like very happy. Yeah. And then actually the vibe of the whole song is very subdued. Right. And like the the yeah uh, Johnny's part is just very pretty ethereal kind of its own little pad kind of thing. I um, like that acoustic strum. Yeah. Oh, don't we'll get to that because okay, that that is I think the best part. The pre-chorus. Yeah, it's I uh I find the verses to be very boring. He's just kind of like standing in the corner, <laughs> looking at the lights. <laughs> <laughs> you sing it like that. I know what you mean. <laughs> it's easier to do it, but. Um, but that and, and that also, and also dun, 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 so I love that. So, guy, he never fails. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, the pre-choruses of the song—they just again, it all goes back to their ability to build into something. They're so good at that. Maybe a lot of bands are too, but I've just been focusing so much on them. Yes, those splashes of chords that change, and the bass is still grooving, and then he goes higher, and the food's going thunder. Yeah. It's like there's something so like, oh, it's reaching something. It's and then what's very disappointing to me is that when it gets to the chorus, the beat isn't anything. I it's was like just gonna say, I love the chorus, but those goddamn cymbals are so tinny. It is. It's like really. It could have been so much bigger. I totally agree. Either those those cymbal hits are so weak, and I'm like, it's a joke. It's like, it's it's this very grand, huge, very U two thing going on, and I love the way it sounds, but it's just the drum. It's the first time Will has disappointed me. I really think so. Like, <laughs> good I don't track know record. What, <laughs> I don't know what happened, but he's just so daintily hitting those cymbals that it's nothing. There's nothing there. It's just it's silly sounding. It also it's that. Yeah, you're right. the The sound of the ride itself is very tinny and small. They could have either gone into a big beat there, 
or stayed with the beat they had, but they did some weird blend. It's like there, it sounds like it's unfinished. There's something in that. It feels empty. Yeah. And it's too bad because I like when he's wailing over it and those pretty guitars. Yeah. I think it's a very good chorus with a very distractingly bad drum choice. Yeah, it's true. Bummer. Um, I also just don't like those lyrics. Something about we'll be birds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We don't I mean, need words. We'll be birds. It's, it's bad. His lyrics on this album are, are pretty bad. Are, are the worst. Are actually. what? Yeah. It's like people for years have been saying he's not a good lyricist. And, now, and honestly, well, I will agree. defend a lot of those lyrics which we haven't really talked a whole lot. We've just talked about choice lyrics. As a whole, he's I not a they're bad fine. lyricist. I think they're fine. A lot of them, you're like, what is he even trying to say? And, right. and a lot but of a lot it, it's vague. It's also, yeah, like, ignite your bones. I <laughs> like, like ignite What are you your talking bones. about? Um, and a lot of them are just like, I miss you. I love you. But it's still somewhat. It's, but we've talked about we've other... talked about green eyes and warning sign as and yellow as kind of cheesy but still sweet. Yeah, earnest, these, heartfelt. These border on cliche, not border. These are cliched and like you said, hackneyed. Yeah. And a part that I didn't feel, which you feel often, is goofy. You sort of feel the goofiness goofy about the, uh, the music, the, that thing. But no, okay. you're right. I mean, it's goofy and it's care. It's a caricature of themselves, of what people think of them. Some well, people think one of song them. on here is the caricature that of all caricatures. Oh, and the only so you mentioned the um, you think that he is. You were wondering if he was uh, poking fun at himself. Oh, I, I think it was every. Oh, every teardrop is a waterfall because that is so funny. It's so hilariously overblown. So to me, the only potential. Like, I think they're poking fun at, at at least the lyric they chose. And I just realized at the end of the song, it's, it's a bunch of lyrics. And then it's like, because you're so cool. That's literally like the end of the song. Oh, but cool is like, cool. He does this like to start. I'm like, I'm wondering if, if like, you're like, we know that's stupid. We're just going to oh, be, you're man. so cool. <laughs> I don't know. It's not good. Not good. <laughs> um, My number two is Army of One. I fell in love with the song recently. I am obsessed I would, with the song. I will never fall in love. With I this song. am obsessed with the song. I love the very catchy, sort of indiscernible vocal loop. Such, we will talk about um, fun, which also has a very promising start that just then falls to shit. This, to me, you obviously it's grown on you. This is completely, it was like, this could have gone so many different cool ways. It's it's like such a nice full drum the sound. The drums are awesome because it's this crisp shuffle that we haven't heard from him in a while. It's got the paradise organ or whatever you want to call it. That the whole thing, As soon as the chords come in, I'm like, this is not at all where this could have gone. Okay, the melody is simple, but I am obsessed with it. I, I don't know why I keep falling more and more in love with it the more I listen to it. The I only love thing, it. The only thing I noted was Babylon 2. Kind of like love that. The, been around the world you can't see me but, the, but i'm that like melody <laughs> the melody of da, 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 da. there's there's just something about it that that works so much for me and i kind of love the lyrics of this song i like the sentiment of i'm an army of my army of one will fight for you i think that's a cute lyric and i like it it's it's it 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 does not uh move over into the clever okay. side for me tanzaku stars lasso the moon do you know what Tanzaku stars are? I don't. Neither did I. Looked it up. <laughs> Tanzaku stars are colorful pieces of paper with poems on them that are a part of this Japanese festival. I think it's an awesome line. Yeah, that's very cool. And I love, oh, there's so many parts I love when he goes, it's gonna fall for you. There, there's so many melodies that he puts into the song. It's a little basic on the surface, but I, the more I listen to it, the more I love everything he does with it. And actually, there's something really cool that they've never done before on this song, which is these sort of 80s muted guitars. I don't know if you listen, you've you heard them. Where? It's uh, on the second verse. The second time it, it happens, there's these... Oh, I have to listen, you back listen to, to it. it. It's got these very cool 80s kind of guitar sounds, which actually only happens once again on the, the next EP. Um, I love when he goes, Cause you I was just going to say, I hate when he goes... Cause you <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Also, it sounds like auto-tune for the first time. Ooh, did not hear to that. To me, it sounds like, and the, ah, wee. It's like, I just, there's so much about this song I really don't like. 
I really, it just still. I think the feels... beat is so catchy. That 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 vocal riff is so catchy, and I think his melody. I like. I just like the sentiment. Pimerits fall, Babylon. Yeah, too. it's cool. Cool lyrics. My army like, of one's gonna fight the, for you. Also, I'm into it. The li- uh, fair enough. The lyric, <laughs> the beautifulest treasures lie in the deepest blue. Beautifulest. That's not a word. Neither is architectured, <laughs> but that works in the other, you know, architectured, whatever the lyric was. The beautifulest treasures. Come on, please, <laughs> please stop. Okay, I love this song. This is the only other song I love on this album besides the first one. The other ones are are good, but I don't, it's I don't so really go back to furthest to birds. Yeah, I I love this song. I really do, and I actually don't hate the second part of this song as much as I did, which is X marks the spot, which we'll talk about. I kind of want to save talking about adventure of a lifetime as the last song can we just go through the rest of the shit on this album sure (laughs) sure um starting with everglow okay everglow is the worst song not just of coldplay's which i may have just revealed this is one of the worst (laughs) songs i've ever heard i hate this song with a passion which is hilarious because my friend andy was just telling me i kind of love that everglow song it's the only song i like that album (laughs) oh my god what is wrong with you andy we'll talk but this is the most (laughs) saccharine cheesy awful song i've heard in a long time everything about this song i'm just gonna get the good part over with except for which i honestly i'm not gonna call it a saving grace I don't even want to give it away. I'm, I'm giving it away now, unfortunately. I just gave away how bad this how, <laughs> I'm how giving away this that song. this is not showing up on my top five worst Coldplay songs. Strictly. What? <laughs> you might be. This is such a. The, this is an what? abomination of the, music. The reasons why I chose my top songs might be a little skewed. So, again, it's an ever changing list. And it's pretty much there's a list of 10 songs. This is 100% on it. But that instrumental piano thing he does. It's pretty. It's, it's a beautiful it, piano lick. It's not lick. even just pretty for me. That to me is one of the coolest piano licks. Wow. Piano licks. What a bummer. He has. It is it is it is a beautiful piano lick. But the rest of the song Oh, the song, rest of the song is the every verse, hard. every chorus is so hard to listen to to me. It is I'm getting sad listening, like thinking no, about you, this song. The song starts with which is a melody that he repeats in the chorus, which is horrible. Gwen, Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow is on this song. Why would she ever be on a Coldplay song? Let alone their worst song. I can't believe this song exists. This, this, like I said, this is what I think people who hate Coldplay think Coldplay sells like. Yeah, this is now they do. And now they do. Self fulfilling, and that's prophecy. why him for the weekend to Everglow. You have the worst songs they've ever written, back to back. I can't believe they did this. I can't believe this. This song he wrote in his sleep. This is the most caricatured Coldplay Chris Martin piece of shit song. I can't believe but it. But it's not even that. It's it's he's never written something like this ever. True, true. That's this yeah. is what people I think. This is what I thought. Oh people my God, thought he has, those other. He songs has a horrible like. voice crack in this song. Oh. Ugly Not to mention the all uh, over that already sounds awful. Oh uh, yes, uh, uh, horrible. Why would horrible. he include that? Um, this song is so bad. Johnny tries so hard to salvage it with guitar at the end. He can't. He can't. <laughs> he can't. Um, it's too far. They say people come. Say <laughs> so people I haven't go. Even started with the lyrics. This particular diamond was extra special. <laughs> this is the worst song ever. <laughs> it's so bad. How how do you have five songs worse than this song? I don't know. A light you give me when I'm in shadow. This particular diamond. Oh, I already said that. <laughs> it's just it's just so bad. If you love someone, you should let them know. Come on. And I guess put Gwyneth on your song. Like, I'm very interested. I shouldn't be in the tabloid aspect of this. But to have a song like this with that sentiment, with Gwyneth singing on it. it was a consciously, whatever the word they used. Conscious Maybe uncoupling. Maybe it's a their buddies, amicable I don't know. separation. Who knows? I don't know. That is the least of my worries in this song. This song is 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 really, really and terrible. Gone, gone. Like, even the way he <laughs> sings the chorus. And, and also the... And like it's yeah his falsetto sounds bad every part of his vocals sound bad this is everything i hate i can't say ever about coldplay because i love coldplay this is a shining glimmering piece of shit on their discography yes it's not even shining it's very dull it's It's a very lumpy and it's funny is that they re-released this as a single with just piano which is somehow worse it is somehow (laughs) even worse because some of the cool 
like those little sonar blips are kind of cool. What makes me very sad is that if I ever saw them in concert, I have a feeling they'd play this. Well, if you saw them this tour, totally ruin the vibe. I really hope that's not the case. Horrible. It's bad. Okay, moving on. Fun. I like fun actually. I. It's got this cool reverb-soaked guitar reverb line. Thing is so cool that yeah. I think it could have gone so many different directions. Even the the verses are not great, but they're not as bad as where it goes. But still, <laughs> top I'm, of the world. We'll get to that. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I know she told me that's what she said. I never did in the fun of be having a baby. Didn't we have fun? And like the drums are. Don't say it was all a waste. It's just what? Are, what are you doing? What are you I doing? I think it's fine. I don't think and it's that bad. I think it's bad. The reggae fill into it. The <laughs> from the top of the... <laughs> I think it's catchy. And I like I like, <laughs> like the duet. I think we haven't really heard a male-female duet with Chris Martin. Like Princess of China, they're not singing really together except for one point and they're not harmonizing. We didn't have talked about that part in the song, which I think is the best part of that song. Wait, Princess of China? Yeah. It is. Um, but I like their duet here. I think it, I think their voices sound good together. I think she could have been any female. She definitely could have. But I like the way they sound together. Fair enough. I like the lyric, didn't we have fun? Literally just that small sentiment. I like that, looking back on a relationship, recognizing, didn't we have fun though? Yes. Eh, fair enough. I get that. I, I, that. He ends it with, maybe we could again. Another thing I was like, is he trying to get back that with Gwyneth? That to be one of the better parts. The... And then maybe we could again. That's like a cool little ending to yeah. it. I think it's fun. I like the duet part the best part of it because I just like hearing. I like hearing duets number sure. one, and then I I think it's it's a fine chorus. It's not. It's actually pretty bad actually. Also, yeah, one of the worst lyrics ever from the top. I talk about. I mean, it kind of goes along with X and Y chorus about waves being on a wave. I don't know what this is don't about him being on waves with women. <laughs> <laughs> from the top of the world, top of the waves. We said together, together always. First of all, the rhyming waves with always, it seems even worse to me than if he rhymed <laughs> waves with waves. <laughs> and the sentiment of together forever. I can't. I can't do it. I can't. It's so bad. Okay, it's pretty bad. Um, also, why, where did this uh, acoustic emo, like you and me, uh, we were always meant to, always meant to, and also, what's the mbe? <laughs> <laughs> the way he's there's so much on this album. It's not just the melodies. It's not just the chords. It's not just the lyrics. It's, it's also the, the way he making. says the way he sings some of these things. Like you don't like the that when it goes bam, yeah, is kind of cool. It's cool. That I will say. It's cool. um, that's a very bad song. <laughs> okay, sorry. All right, uh, we talked about Kaleidoscope. Okay, the end, the second half of Army of One, which is their uh, sort of hidden track behind Army of One, is called X Marks the Spot, and the lyrics are bad. The lyrics are abysmal. It's another kind of put-your-hands-up-in-the-air song, and it is awful. But I kind of find it catchy, and I'm finding myself liking the... And I reach for it. That vocal loop, I kind of, I love it, actually. Most the rest of the song I don't. I mean, it's you're waiting to say something. <laughs> I'm just he I'm says just my heart silence. go boom ba boom boom. I'm in it's, silence at how bad this song is and <laughs> just shocked. Um, my heart go staring boom, at darkness, boom, boom. staring at doom. My heart ba boom ba boom boom. The like <laughs> my so silence just my it hands all. I can't tell if that's wor- which is worse that or drunken high like I really <laughs> just saying my heart ba boom ba boom boom come on uh be a fucking rock band please and not this this is um, bad he, yeah put my hands up in the sky feeling like I'm gonna rock Jabama. Like, it yeah. is oh, another so abysmal. I, yeah, you just said it, but let me just finish off in completion. <laughs> I put my hands up into the sky. The feeling's like I've got a rocket ship that I want to ride. First of all, aren't you riding the rocket ship? <laughs> Your hands up are like you want to ride the rocket ship? And what are these lyrics also? What is this? And also him saying, I didn't know the song was called X Marks the Spot after I knew the lyric and I was like, fuck that lyric. X Marks the Spot. It's like, and that's the name of the song. Like, I, ugh. I took notes on this stuff, and I have an emoji of a knife next to that <laughs> lyric because uh, I hate it so much. There's more 80s muted guitar on this song that I also like. It's sort of subtle. It's very much in the background. And I, again, I like that touch. I'm reaching here. I surprisingly don't hate the melody, but the lyrics are are trash. I mean, this is awful. This is what 
why would they write this song? What? How did all four of them come together, write and record this, put it on an album? I just don't get it. I don't know what. I don't either. And also, I mean, how are you pairing this with Adventure of a Lifetime? How are you pairing these two sounds? What do you mean? Oh, oh, them. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. There's how, no pairing. This is. I don't understand how you make <laughs> well, those production choices. Yeah. I mean, talk about Milo Zoloto being all over the place with acoustic to huge and produced. I, those are like, it's all just. Um, the only saving grace for me in this song, as saving grace, I don't even know, I don't know if that means that saved the song. Because it talk, didn't. The only thing possibly, I'm yeah. reaching for is I really, I mean, you said you like the melody. I hate, and I put my hands up, and it's also bored. It's just like Army of One. Just he, so he does sound bored. bored. His vocals are bored. The only good part is when he goes, and I know, and I know, and I know, I know that I'm lost. But when he does it at the end, it like goes over, and I wait for it, with these different yeah. chords, and he sings that, and it works in a cool way over that. That's it. That's all okay. I can find. Yeah, not great. My heart go boom, 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 boom. And guess what? We're not done. Yeah, there's another bad song on this album, and it's called Amazing Day. It's pretty. And that's basically all I can say, because this is so cheesy and so stupid and forgettable. I don't even, I can't find anything pretty about this either. Really? The boom, ding, 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 ding. It's, it's like a, it's got a sway it's a to it. thing of cheese on a cloud. Yeah, it's drifting into the sky. Yeah, something about the beat. Also, the the riff, if you want to call it that. I hate that melody. And I hate when he sings it again at the end. Oh, oh, oh. He like keeps reaching. <laughs> yeah, How he keeps he reaching. It's, it's bad. It's bad. Let's um, move on. We have to talk I, about I this. really don't want to. I want to <laughs> vent my anger on this. The only thing so I find in this song is Johnny's. Yeah. There's like some. And he goes. This is more just forgettable to me than it is bad. It's just, it's nothing. It's, it goes and it, it's fine. I don't care. I just don't ever want to hear, never need to hear this Sat again. Sat on a roof named every star with the, I'm sorry if I'm just shitting on it. It's just so bad. The, uh, the only other thing that I like is in the bridge when there's this like, dun, 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 yeah, it dun, ascends. I, I hate the song so much. I don't even know what he's singing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know the lyrics. I'm yeah. sorry. Okay. It's uh. Bad, bad, very bad. All right, let's go to positive. We just shat on this album for let's a long time. Let's talk about color spectrum, actually. Oh, I forgot about color spectrum. The song That's nothing. That isn't a song. There's nothing to talk about. I don't know why. Why do we need to talk about? It. I forgot. Because it's, it's, it's a here. track, and because this is actually their version of that intro lick coming in again, except it's not at the end. Right, right. Instead of right, it's their intro to Headful of Dreams. And it just has in. snippets of everything else. It was not needed waste on of this my album. time. I think it was for them to on the album itself. I don't have it with me. Have. Uh, it's just a color spectrum. It's not the words color spectrum. Right. I think they just wanted to put that on the album, which, sure. Yeah, whatever. Let's talk about what's good about this album, which is basically this song. This song is a motherfucking disco banger. It is incredible. I I have so much to say. It is I just sh- yeah. You want to talk to? Say it. No, no, it's, no, it's say amazing. It. This song is amazing. I can't believe this exists because they go for it and it works. They go for a disco song. Top 5 disco. They pull off an amazing disco song in 2015 and I don't know how. It they sound like a band but they sound funky and sexy and tropical and interesting and groovy and a goddamn god damn that bass is so good okay i second everything you say <laughs> let's start from the top of the song okay and go down to the bottom yeah one of johnny's best licks such a good lick such a cool guitar so slippery tropical he's, just, he's such a slippery guy <laughs> slippery johnny <laughs> it's a that is such a great uh, I don't know. I can't say. I, I, it's just so good. Um, I like the vocal loop just like too. I do with Army of One. That uh, what are they saying? It's like yeah, it's like, yeah, 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 it's like some spliced together. But I like it. Thing it's new. Just, they don't do that. I mean, yeah. this is a fresh song. This song sounds like nothing like they've ever done because they've never done yep. a disco song. This is the most danceable. But they also sound like a band still. Yeah. This is this is them realizing that they can still be dancey and poppy and amazing without relying on these tropes of mainstream pop. That being said, I mean Daft Punk did come out with 
their album that had right. Get Lucky and Lose Yourself to Dance, and yeah, this definitely has of a revival. that Nile Rodgers chic, yeah. chic uh, guitar work. But that that warm synth pad comes in at the beginning before oh, anything even it's drops, so warm. and it's so nice. And then okay, boom, boom. Yes, we've talked about how yes. when we listen to this uh, in our own way, I'm sure, just like walking down the street, I will every time I hear those, every time I do some sort of gesture, hitting a drum, I like dancing through the streets. Yes, every too. time I hear the song, I will repeat it and dance again. Mm-hmm. I'm on the subway. <laughs> People are looking at me, and I'm not one of those guys who's doing it because I need attention. I just cannot not dance to this. This song is so infectious and so groove heavy. Oh my god! Everything the gla- about it. the glass percussion. Yeah. Oh my god! No, that is Michael Jackson. Don't stop till you get enough. Like, it is genius. It's it's a genius song. This is again one of those times that every person in the band comes in with something. And it's, and this is the great. only time on the album for sure that every part is so good and it. It just adds to this amazing groove and feel. And his his the melodies of no, his verse is so sexy and slinky as sexy. well. This song is sexy as hell. Ghost Stories is sexy. Sorry. You can do it again. <laughs> Ghost Stories is sexy in its own kind of sexy melancholy way. This song is sexy in just this funky sec oh my god it's so groovy did you notice you probably did when he says i feel my heart beating and then it kind of gets it adds a filter where it becomes lo-fi and you hear the heartbeat for sure and then the goes back into that once again it's the chorus with that's not a chorus it's just the riff but it's so good i cannot stop smiling when i hear it i can't stop dancing and i really love that alive again yeah you make me feel like i'm alive again it's a great sort of this is clearly his. He found love again. I think. I think this is him. Like, love for life, or love, love for, for life, or love knows. for another person. I read that the riff that Johnny plays was <laughs> taken off of "Sweet Child of Mine" by Guns N' Roses, which I can't hear really right now. I'd have to go back to it. But as opposed to I hear no similarities. It's cool trivia effect. Maybe the fact that he starts off the song like that and then it goes throughout. God, there's. The bass is doing such cool shit at the end. Like there are these pops where guy is like letting loose and not just doing that groove. Even if the, he could have just done that groove, it would have been fine. It's just oh my god, it's effervescent. It's just anthemic. It's a it's a party song that isn't stupid. It's yeah joyous. I, I love this song. No, me too. I really do. And again, I can't get enough of that melody that you were speaking over. <laughs> it's, no, it's just, I don't have to sing it again. Just the, everything you want to dream away. I don't know. He just like, literally, I don't understand how everything comes together. The one song on the album where everything is good. Everything. Like, really. I mean, lyrics are fine. Like, I don't find them to be no, genius. But not. his melody, the drum pattern, the clinks, the bass groove, Johnny's line, it's just all... It all culminated in this one song in a in the pile of shit. How cool would it have been if this whole record was disco? I mean, maybe it wouldn't have been as special, but they can pull it off really well. Maybe they never really did it, or again. maybe it, it all just culminated I in s- this, and they can never do it again. Maybe <laughs> this is their perfect disco um, song. Then, honestly, at the last half of the song, it gets less perfect. It like is it's a perfect song up for a while. You mean his bridge? The bridge is nothing Which special. Which is a Beatles ripoff. Yes. They do. It's only love. It's only love, which is kind of a obscure, obscure Beatles song. But it's like who knows if he actually ripped it off, or if it's again who one knows? of those things that I noticed it immediately though. Yeah. Um, and then I don't need these. I like it. He's, I'm into it. It's fun. He's just shouting from the rooftops, and the bass is yeah. Like <laughs> let's sing it out. Everyone's kind of partying in the song. Yeah. Everyone just feels like they're having such a good time. And after Everglow, which is literally the song before this, thank God because that. It's literally one of their worst songs with like one of their best songs next to each other. Yeah. And I can't believe, I can't believe this stupid album. It's so bad. Yeah. It's such a bad what album. What a great song on what a bad album. It's a really great song. And that is Head Full of Dreams, their possibly last album, and or I maybe truly just. Truly hope. I truly not. hope not, too. I mean, if you can't hear our enthusiasm for most of this material, we love this band. And, and our like, detestation for the majority of this album. Yeah. So, luckily. They didn't finish necessarily on that album. They released another EP, sort of like Prospects March, which Viva La Vida. But this actually came out, like Prospects March only came out five months later. This came out 
over two years later. Uh, this was this almost year, two right? years later. 2017. It just came out this yeah. year. It's called Kaleidoscope, and it is sort of a leftover bag. This, they called it a leftover bag of ideas from Head Full of Dreams. I'm so happy they put this out because, to me, this shows real promise for the future for me. I think, for the most part, this is a great EP, and I want to talk through each song. Uh, Josh definitely knows this EP more than I do, but I have given it a listen a few times, and we'll have some okay. little pieces. Uh, this shows a lot of promise in each song for different reasons, except for a couple. <laughs> okay, let's start with the opening track. We don't need to rank this one. Uh, All I Think About Is You... This song is really cool. I just can't believe in twenty seventeen. 20 years after their first EP, this and song... after all of the previous after stuff After the shit album that just came out, this sounds like it could have been on their early EPs, even before Parachutes. It's, it's a very cool combo of what I see as the first half is very pre-Parachutes EP, uh, lo-fi, grumbling... His voice is kind of grumbling. Fish it's just Yeah, this just... This, uh, static bass line. Well, the bass is locked into this tight groove. That's great. And the drums sound good. The distant guitar in the background is very old school Coldplay. The pretty yeah. piano twinkles come in. It sounds like a Parachutes B-side or, or like I said, the EPs. That rhythm is just kind of hypnotic. Yeah. This is kind of a longer it's song. because it's the EP is called the Hypnotized EP. It's called the Kaleidoscope EP. I didn't just say that. <laughs> <laughs> There's a so, song called Hypnotized Yes, on it. that's the last song. Um it's hypnotic. It's kind of psychedelic in a way because it's got this sort of reverb on it and it's kind of drifty. Yeah, because it's so droney. It's droney, but it's pretty droney. It's not boring droney. Yeah. The band itself is doing something really cool that even if Chris is kind of talking like this, it's kind of cool. And eventually it sort of ascends and slowly builds and adds strings and Chris's voice gets more powerful and then all of a sudden he starts singing, and then it just explodes. Explodes into a very Coldplay, like, I don't know, X and Y era. Beautiful X and Y, sort of shimmering strings swell, but the chords that, are ever changing. They're constantly like going down to every all these different chords. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just an amazing climax, yeah. and Johnny's doing these really cool things with the guitar, and... The drums sound huge. It's just, it's exciting. It's exciting to hear Coldplay sound like this. Again. Especially after the yeah. last album to open up the EP with this locked in this groove very slow and then explode into this huge climb. Uh, it's, it's awesome. I think it's a great song yeah. and it really it makes, makes me, me happy. happy that they were that they were willing to and wanted to put this as the first song people heard on this EP. For whatever, whatever that means, yeah. they still have this in them. We've already talked about that. But yeah. That, that, yeah, that makes me happy. Yeah. And Will has got these fast drum fills toward the end that are really cool. Yeah, it's great. Next song is Miracles, Someone Special. The chorus is bad. I actually don't mind. Again, all these songs that I call guilty pleasures that I like, you'd think that maybe I wouldn't like. I still don't like it as Coldplay. It doesn't it doesn't sound like a band to me. It sounds very produced. I think this is a good song. And I don't think it needs, which we didn't say, is it has Big Sean rapping over it's this funny actually of all of the uh, like it's um, all the just jay-z i think he's much i much prefer this it's a, it's actually a good verse it's just a chiller he's just a chiller rapper yeah this song is cool because it sounds it's totally different than all i can think about is you completely it's be more at home at on on the last album but it's got these cool 80s production that yeah. i like on it it's got these cool synths these stop start synths and the guitar is again doing that sort of uh, Nile Rodgers thing, but also maybe you haven't been hearing this as much. It's got that muted '80s mm. guitar in the background that okay. that sounds really cool. I just remember I, I liked a lot of his melodies in the verses. Yeah, I kind of like the lyrics. They're kind of stupid and cheesy, talking about all these great people: Muhammad Ali, Gandhi, Nelson oh, yeah. Mandela, Amelia Earhart, yeah. Joan of Arc. It's like, you could be someone special too. It's kind of stupid. But 
name-checking good people. I don't know. It's cheesy. There's no reason for Big Shad to be here. He sounds fine. It's an okay song. It's it's good. It's I like the I actually like the production on here. Um, it's I don't think it's as bad as half the songs on Headful of Dreams. I would agree with that. Yeah. So that could have been on there. Aliens. This is a weird song, and I love it. This song, what's most exciting to me, and this is sort of my hopeful theory, is Brian Eno co-wrote this song. I don't know if you knew that, which I means didn't. they're bringing Eno back. And my hope... When did, when did he leave again? Well, the last thing he did was Milo, Milo Zylido. Okay. When Coldplay says, this is the seventh album, this is could be the last album, or this is the end of something, you don't know U2 and their history that well, but... There's a famous moment where you two got way too big at the end of Joshua Tree and Rattle and Hum. They did a big kind of overblown, kind of pretentious movie about them going to America and being these rock gods. And it was mm-hmm. kind of like everyone hated you uh, two at that point. And at a concert, they said, we need to go away for a while and dream it up again. And they went to Berlin and what people consider their best album, Octoon Baby, is what came out of it. My hope and my thinking is that they realized how bad A Head Full of Dreams are was are bringing Brian Eno back. And Brian Eno clearly didn't give up on them, so we shouldn't either. Hmm. Brian Eno is this kind of weirdo, ambient guy. So the fact that he's collaborating with them, writing with them, producing this song, I think I think that bodes well for the future. I think this is the the end of Coldplay's now. I'm I'm hopeful and hoping that their next album is super weird. Like weird. Weird. Be weird. Yeah. Like, like Radiohead Brian weird. Eno, Radiohead, Midnight weird I that's my hope because this song is super weird especially the rhythm it's got this strange shuffling and guitar and electronic mm-hmm. i don't know what i'm they never sounded like this like it's very cool sounding it got these bleeps and bloops i think it's a great melody that hold me There's, it's great guitars going through it it's a dynamic rhythm it's not stopping it's very tense which goes along with the lyrics because this is all about in my opinion refugees and mm. you know illegal aliens or, or just aliens in general hence the song aliens title i think all proceeds went to this ngo that rescues migrants and refugees on danger in the mediterranean i mean good for them for putting their money where their mouth is you like the song <laughs> i do to be honest this is the one I, I think i know the least okay it's it's a good song and it's got this cool robotic spoken word bridge that they've never done mm-hmm. this feels like they've never done anything like this before and it, and it excites me that there are still new, that there's still new territory yeah. for Coldplay to go in. Um, well, I think you're right. I think that's something that Chris has always said is that he's always and they and right. We've kind of touched on this is that every album sounds different. It really just has. Even though you were saying that Headful of Dreams maybe sounds like it's kind of at least aesthetically going back to Milo's of Love. It doesn't sound at all like it. It sounds much worse. But they're still they're always looking for the next thing. Right. They they don't like being stagnant, which is right. great. So, I mean, this EP, going song by song, every song is completely different. And not in the Viva La Vida way where everything's different, but it kind of works. None of these songs fit together, which is fine for an EP. Like, mm-hmm. all I can think about is you says nothing like Miracles, which has nothing like Aliens. And then we get into something just like this. The Chainsmokers collaboration, which, if you thought collaborating with Avicii was a sin. I, I find this even more shameful. This is but bad. I no, but I don't even I don't even know the actual version of this song. I don't think so. I've so ever what's interesting? To it. They put on their EP what they call the Japanese remix. No Tokyo, whatever Tokyo, Tokyo remix. remix. But it's not to a remix. It's them performing it live in Tokyo. Right. That's it. So you, so not only is it, it a horrible song that I hate, <laughs> but I don't like live versions of songs where you can hear the audience. Uh-huh. And it's just it's just the worst. It's just pointless and mainstream and pandering and forgettable. I don't know what else to say about this. Granted, Spotify is uh, is its own beast, and obviously it's getting more and more popular. So this doesn't mean a whole lot, but it disappoints me that Coldplay's most popular song on Spotify is this song. Yeah, I mean, is him for the weekend up there probably? Probably. Yeah, that's a bummer. And it's clear that every album they're putting on this song, the past five albums really, since Mila Zylido, they've put on a song that is clearly made for radio. Mm-hmm. 
again, they're still putting out songs like Aliens and All I Can Think About Is You and we're about to get to Hypnotized. So they haven't jumped the ship fully. I think yeah. just every album, they it's like they either need or want or like that they're still a relevant band to people, to, to mainstream. I'm curious how much... So they obviously got out of their contract with Parlophone, but... Is that true? Is this not on Parlophone? Oh, maybe it is. I just remember that they sent a five-year... Right. I think they must have re-signed or something. You think? Yeah. I think... I have no idea. I mean, they're a huge band. So whenever you get to be a band of that caliber, like, you must have a lot of say in what you do, right? I honestly don't know. I have no idea how much... I don't think any of this is record label. I really... I think at this point, records aren't selling at all. So I don't think a major label will make much of a difference. Well, then they're just enjoying I could their be time totally in wrong. the limelight too much in my opinion you know obviously I think we'd I all mean, prefer to them to have a smaller audience Chris has been on record saying we want to be the biggest band in the world so if in his mind he always wants to be that he unfortunately is sacrificing a little bit of He's the, sacrificing the integrity the to have at least one song that'll make him it's not even about money I mean, they just make them continue to stay have popular a voice in the world in popular music. Yeah. Because obviously, you're going to have people who will sit and talk about Coldplay for six hours, like us, or you'll have people who can hear something. I literally called someone, uh, some something for work. the The hold music was something just like this. Wow. Yeah. Bad song. Bad song. I hate it. I really hate it. I hate it way more than Sky Full of Stars. Okay. And I know you like that song a lot, so. I still don't even know it well enough to be able to hit something just like this. Yeah. And okay. I kind of don't want to, That's but right. I might have to. So then we close the EP with hypnotized, which is actually the reason I think we may have chosen Coldplay as the first band because I recently got way back into Coldplay and started re falling in love with them. It was because of this song. Hypnotized. Yeah, trip. When I look in your eyes. I love this song. I think this is a beautiful, dreamy piano ballad that does just enough to make it interesting for her. It's a pretty long song. It's like five or six minutes. Um, it's got this twinkling synth thing that I think you don't like. It's this twinkling piano well, on well, top first, of regular first, piano. Yeah, it is. Well, it first starts with this gorgeous, just ethereal, belly, dreamy sound. Right. It's its own thing. But yeah, there's some, the sound they use in that piano, I mean, my friends who know synthesizers more than i do would probably know the name of that exact synth or sound or whatever it sounds so cheap stock like i have it on my crappy yamaha keyboard at home and there's something that it takes slightly away from it but aside from that i agree it's really pretty yeah it's i just love the sound of the piano on top of that that twinkling key whatever I love it. It's a great melody. I like the chorus a lot. I just think it's very fluid. It's a very solid, rewritten song. And then it just gets even better when the band slowly creeps in. You sort of start to hear the drums and bass right, coming in. This was uh, a la Lost when the drums kind of creep in. Yeah, it's, it sounds incredible. For, for lack of a better word, it's a pretty hypnotic song. And it's, it's just grand and gorgeous and I love the melodies. I love his low register. Yeah, his his voice sounds great on it. Johnny's got a good guitar solo at the end. I think it justifies it le its length. He he keeps he keeps doing something where he's either changing the key or changing his vocal octave. Where he keeps changing how the chorus sounds. It it's got this great ending where he's wailing. I mean, I'm someone who loves his. Mm -hmm. I think it sounds great. I, I, I'm just really happy. And I, overall, I like this EP so much more than the last album. I mean, obviously, the last album has Adventure of Lifetime. But I could, all I think about is you, Aliens, Miracles, Hypnotized. These are good songs. These are mm -hmm. really good songs. And these are their leftovers, which either means they are removing <laughs> songs that are, could have, that are great for shittier songs, or these were unfinished things that didn't go with the, the aesthetic right. of his pop party album. Well, even right, with hypnotized your... wouldn't have fit on Headful of Dreams. No, and obviously neither would have. All I can think about is you. So, well, maybe actually, I don't know. I don't know. I already had that ever close shit stain. <laughs> the only thing I will say is that even your prediction of them going very weird—it's probably not going to happen. 
Well, that's I'm my just, hope that it happens. But bringing in Eno, talking about how this is the end of something, that just feels very reminiscent of you two saying the same thing. Like, we've got to go change something up now. Gotcha. I just am very sad that, especially if, if Chris is reaching for fame at every album or whatever, right. that, the last that they're few, never, that they're never what, going what to get back to. What sucks is the to, last few Coldplay hits have been something just like this, Him for the Weekend and Sky Full of Stars. That is a bad track record. Yeah. If you just look at the singles. Mm-hmm. But I like these songs on this EP. They they make me a little more hopeful for the future of Coldplay. Well, good. You know, it's perfect because that's a very Coldplay thing. Is oh. that is that it ends with some sort of hopeful, hopeful note? Yeah, yeah, I think so. So let's hope. Let's. So that was it. We finally finished. That was a lot of fun. Thanks for listening to the fifth episode of Top Five Disco. Part 5 in our in-depth discussion, dissection, debate, and analysis of Coldplay's discography. Now that we've finally covered all seven of their full-length records and gone through their entire recorded discography, tune in next time where we wrap it all up. Josh and I will list our top five Coldplay B-sides and non-album songs, and we'll go through our final lists. The big ones, top five Coldplay songs, and top five Coldplay albums. We'll also go through the top five worst songs and other fun lists. But before that, we want to know your thoughts, your opinions, and your personal top fives for Coldplay. What are your top five favorite songs on A Head Full of Dreams, and why? Do you think the Kaleidoscope EP is a worthy companion? Is A Head Full of Dreams the worst album Coldplay has ever put out, or is it unfairly criticized? What would you think if this was their final album to cap off their discography? Let us know. Subscribe to this podcast, find and follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and post your lists and thoughts so we can continue this discussion after the broadcast ends. Also, don't forget to tell your friends and family all about us. Find all the Coldplay lovers and haters in your life and have them give us a spin. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we clearly had recording it. Tune in next time, and remember, it's really all disco.